This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I am your favorite narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, a.k.a. Mental Illness from TikTok, Mental Illness from Instagram, Mental Illness from uh, Twitter now, too. If this is your first time tuning in, I am a diagnosed narcissist. I have narcissistic personality disorder. It's my cross to bear. I've been in therapy for the last four years. And if you wonder what type of therapy psychotherapy i've been in psychotherapy for four years i'm in psychotherapy i'm not a psychopath um the point of this channel the point of all my platforms my tiktok of over four hundred thousand people um is to you know bring awareness to mental health disorders like narcissistic personality disorder bpd aspd and things of that nature and to get more people into therapy if that's possible and on along the way we validate victims and survivors let them know you might not you just might not be the problem um today's episode is going to be about consistent changed behavior let me repeat that consistent changed behavior apologies from a narcissist what would happen if you take a narcissist back so if you discard a narcissist or the narcissist discards you move on but what, what you know however it happens if you decide to take that person back man or woman um without any kind of consistent change behavior without any kind of measurable change the narcissist thinks that you are all forgiving and the slate has been wiped completely clean. If you take them back with, with just a basic, I'm sorry, or I'll change or I'll do better with no kind of measure, with no kind of boundaries in place, nothing new set in stone, then that narcissist or that toxic person, we know everybody's not a narcissist, y'all. Come on. Like, everybody's not a narcissist. Y'all throwing narcissists around. We get it. Um, everybody's not a narcissist, but sometimes they are. Um, if you take that person back without any kind of measurable change, that person thinks you deserved everything that they did to you and that you are okay with it. So a lot of times when you take a narcissist back without any kind of change behavior, it acts, it absolutely gets worse. If there's no therapy involved, if there's no marriage counseling or couples counseling involved, then it will absolutely get worse. You cannot take them at their word. Their word made you leave them. If you have another day, if you, if you take them at their word, I'm going to change, please, let me change, baby, please, please, please. If you just take them saying, I'm sorry, that is not enough. Consistent change behavior is the, absolutely the only apology you should accept. And that's measurable change. That's going to therapy and you can notice measurable change. How are you feeling? Hey, Lee, but how do I know that they are changing? How are you feeling? Are you feeling different? Are you feeling like you can speak to your mind? Are you feeling like you can voice your opinion without getting attacked? Because that's how you know. That's one step how you know. Are they going to therapy or are they going to therapy for themselves? Or are they going to therapy to shut you up and get you to take them back? You'll let, let them know. Sometimes you don't have to go back. Sometimes don't go back. That's a, that's a boundary you can set. Hey, I'm not coming. Like, I'm not coming home. Or you still going to go to therapy? And they say, No, I'm not going to therapy. Forget that therapy. I ain't going to therapy. I was going to therapy so you come home. This is part of our agreement. Then they do not take that person back because that's we call that performative therapy. You know, because that's just a performance. That's a performance act to get you to come home to them and treat you worse. And a lot of times when you like I'm telling y'all, when you if you discard a narcissist, if you break up with a narcissist and you take that person back and without any kind of change behavior, the rest of the, the next step, it gets worse. I promise you the relationship will get worse. If they you if you can't enforce boundaries and they respect your boundaries, it will get worse. If they're not going to therapy, after they promise you to th go to therapy, it will get worse. I promise you. Cause they they want to punish you now. You break you broke my heart. You broke up with me. You discarded me. Yeah, yo, how big a narcissistic injury is the, are you causing to a person when you break up with them? 
You know what I mean? When you discard them, you break up with them, you ghost them or something like that. How big of a narcissistic injury are you, are you causing that person? And if they don't go to change, if that doesn't make them want to go change, and you take them back, I'm telling you, it will absolutely get 100,000% worse. And yeah, I know that's not a number. I know 100,000% is not a number. It's overkill. I'm a narcissist. Let me deal with it. Um, but you, I'm telling you, it will 100% it will get worse because they want to punish you for making them feel that way. A narcissist wants to punish you and make you hurt because you made them hurt. You, everybody says narcissists can't feel. Or they can feel that. I guarantee you ghost them. They can feel that. That's why they become obsessive. Because they they become obsessive over obsessive over you after if you discard them because they think they own you. A lot of times people say narcissists can't love. In the beginning of a relationship with a narcissist, the narcissist does think they do think they love you. We think we are in love with you. That's why we try so hard to impress you. We try so hard to win you over. You know, and we try to do it fast too because we don't want you to see the real us because we don't think you will love the real us. So. In the beginning of relationship, I remember when I first met my wife, I was trying hard. I was driving two and a half hours to go see her just to spend 30 minutes with her. I think I was doing that for no reason, just to manipulate her later on. Like, got her, guys. You know, I drove two hours, wasting my time, my money, and energy to manipulate her. Yes, no. I thought you know, I was in love with her. You know what I mean? I was, I was love bombing. I was loving, I was in love with her. I was trying to impress her. I was trying to get her, you know? But then sometimes you shift that love, shifts to ownership. They start treating you like a possession. And that's when they start stalking you because they feel like they own you. You you can't discard. How are you going to discard me when I own you? And that's what the narcissistic mindset. They literally feel like they own you. I know y'all listening to this. You you probably, you probably vibe into this right now. You're like, oh, my goodness. It did feel like this person owned me. It did feel like they owned me because they started talking to me like I, you belong to me. They, they probably, Sometimes they'll tell you that. Sometimes they'll open their mouth and say you belong to me. They'll verbalize it. They won't even try to hide it no more. They will literally open their mouth and say, you belong to me. Literally. And, <laughs> and sometimes y'all think it's cute. Y'all be like, oh, that's so cute. You know, this this cute. No, that's not cute. It looks, it seems cute. Break up with them. See how cute that is. Ghost them. See how cute that is when they come to, to when they try to find you. That's not cute. You know, we've got to, we check with the next generation, we've got to raise them up to know that that's not cute. You belong to me. No, you, what, what, huh? They might as well put a they might as well put a dog collar on you if you if you belong to them. You might as well go and collar up, put throw the collar on them. <laughs> if you belong to them, go and put the dog collar on with your name and your initials on it. And you know nowadays you can put the vaccine shot on there. Vaccinated April fifteenth, two thousand twenty one. You know put that on your collar too because that you belong to them. When somebody says that to you, that's not cute. That is ownership. They feel like they own you. And as I said, if you take them back, it will one hundred percent get worse. Like without any kind of change behavior. Because like we let's, let's face it, y'all. Everybody is not a narcissist. Everybody's not a full blown narcissist like me. Everybody's not going to go to therapy. Everybody's not going to go to get help. Some people just have traits of narcissism. Yeah, and some of those some of those people can they can be helped. But sometimes you cannot be the one to help them. Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes I tell people this all the time. There's like I, I've told my my significant other so many times that they are narcissists and they, and they need help, and they won't listen to me. And they, they, they agree to, they, sometimes they agree with you they need help, but they won't listen to you. They won't go get help because it's you telling them that. Sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. The message is pure, but it's the messenger that's coming from that, you know, kind of deludes the message. Like, you don't know anything. After a narcissist has been devaluing you for so long, they don't look at you as an equal no more. They look at you as lesser than, you know what I mean? So you come to, you present some good information to them. They, they just don't take it and listen to it because it's coming from you. You know, as terrible as that sounds, I know it sounds terrible. But like literally, that's how it goes in a narcissist mindset. I'm speaking from my own personal mindset. I know people are gonna attack me like you're an evil person. Bleep, 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 bleep. I get it. Then trust me. 
this is my redemption tour. I'm on my redemption tour right here. This is my whole Instagram, my whole TikTok, my whole YouTube is my redemption tour. <laughs> but yeah, you got it. Like that's what people think. People. That's one of the questions I get so much. Like I'm telling y'all, it's like crazy how many times I get that question. Should I take them back? I'm like, if you're going to take them back, like I don't like yeah. I'm not here to break up relationships. I have to tell people this all the time. I'm not here to break up relationships, and break up families and stuff like that. Y'all are doing that. You are doing it by treating your significant other terribly. So if you listen to this video, Lee Hammock is not trying to break your family up. You are, if you are treating that person terribly, you are breaking your own family up. And they hear my videos and just decided there was a final straw because they knew. But yeah, that's not my fault. <laughs> but it's like so sometimes people they just won't go get help. And like you know, if they don't get help, if they don't show you any kind of changes or any kind of behavior alterations or anything like that. Then I'm gonna just go ahead and flat out say that there's no help, no hope for that person. Cause I see, can can they can they change without therapy? I would say no, because I I don't think I would be where I am right now without therapy. I would probably still be out there. I mean, I joined before I went to therapy. I joined some self-aware narcissist Facebook groups, and those helped me out a lot. But those helped guide me to therapy. You know, those groups were not enough because there was not like there were some good people in those groups living good lives, living healthy lives and stuff like that. Healthy from my perspective, you know, I think these people are not in hiding. These people are living their lives. You know, um. So these people are actually living their lives well. Like, why can't I do that? You know, but they guided me to therapy. And I mean, like talking to um, I don't know their last name. I can say their first name. Like Manfred and Michelle and Rachel and all them. They were in there guiding me to therapy. I was just listening to them. I was like, okay, and, uh, Cecile, Cecile. I think it's Cecile. Yeah, they were guiding me to therapy. You know, guiding me on on that path to therapy. Like, cause they 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 can they can help help out the way they can. You know, they can provide you their experience, but therapy, that's just it right for, for me. So if they don't agree to go to some kind of therapy or to talk to somebody or join a Facebook group or something like that, or to listen to somebody else other than themselves, read, the, you know, in the Bible, like, yeah, I know y'all say this, like, maybe if they go pray or they go to church. Now, I love God. I believe in the Bible. I read the whole Bible last year. And the look, God guided me to therapy, too. <laughs> I'm going to say that. God, God, um guided me to therapy um because like i said if i, if I wouldn't have went to therapy or anything like that i would 100 percent wouldn't have been in my the position i am in now because like therapy has changed my existence altered my existence and things like that because it just has it literally just has um but like y'all if y'all stop taking it back with just sorry i know i keep har i keep harping this i keep saying this repeatedly stop taking these people back by just them just crying and saying sorry but I didn't know narcissists could cry. People say narcissists can't cry. A narcissist will cry, beg, plead, be on their hands and knees and look you right in your face and lie to you. Why? Like, yes, a narcissist can cry, but ask yourself, why are they crying? Are they crying because they hurt you or are they crying because they about to because they messed up and they're crying because they pitied themselves? Why are they crying? Yeah, narcissists can cry. They're not crying because they hurt you. They're, crying because they, they're probably crying because they got caught and things like that. You know, so God guiding to therapy. You know, I would say is the only way to help a narcissist. Like you have to guide that you can't sometimes you can't be the one to guide them and like they have to be some kind of consistent change behavior. You have to be able to communicate and talk. You have to be able to sit down and go over things with them. You have to be able to voice your opinion. If you don't think you can ever get to that point, then you better bu bu buckle up because you you are in for a ride. And don't let them guilt trip you into taking them back to. I've been talking to a few people and they're just like you never. And the narcissist always says you never love me. And look, one of them had a narcissist like caught him on camera sleeping with the sleeping, uh, caught him on a nanny cam. Like, 
performing some some sexual acts, and he said, "Oh, you 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 were you were already out the door anyway. You're gonna divorce me anyway. You never loved me. This is not the reason you're divorcing me." Like what? Guilt trips. Don't give them the opportunity to guilt trip y'all. Don't like yo. Make your decision. Like when you. When you <laughs> I'm going off on a tangent here, but like, live your life, y'all. Like, and stop accepting because if you take them back without any kind of change behavior, I'm telling you, it's going to get worse. And don't bring up anything else either. If you bring up something from the past that they that they've done after you took them back, they're gonna throw it in your face. Like, why'd you take me back then? If you you didn't really forgive me. If you you didn't forgive me, if you go keep bringing up the past, get over that. Why you take me back? You're not happy here. That you can leave. Because you take them back without any kind of change behavior, I'm telling you, if you pay, you cannot bring up the past again because that's to be a weapon. They'd be weaponized against you. Now you throw it now. Because is that not true? You did take them back without any kind of change behavior. So why are you bringing up the past? Is it not true? So they're gonna throw it at you right in your face. You know what I mean? So if they throw it into you, they throw it at you in your face. Um, then you gotta be prepared to buckle up and do it. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like if you change behavior is the only apology you should accept from an artist. Point blank. Period. One hundred percent. If they can't promise you, if they not, not even promising change behavior, they can't take action on the change behaviors. Then there's nothing. Then they're not going to change, and they're going to punish you for discarding them, or breaking up with them, or leaving them, or making them beg for you. To, they're going to punish you for making them beg. Like if you discard a narcissist, you take them back, and they have to beg and plead to get you back. They're going to punish you for making them beg and plead for getting getting you back. They're going to punish you for making them cry. They're going to punish you for for invading their privacy and catching them cheating. They're going to punish you for all of that stuff. So without any kind of consistent change behavior, any kind of measurable change, like some therapy, some goal setting, some activity setting, something that you do together, some kind of communication workshops or something, you're in for a ride. I promise you, and it will 100% get worse. Some kind of consistent change behavior. But anyway, y'all, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, if you need a one-on-one, -on -one, you know I'm available on the Zoom calls and things like that. But I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm thankful for everybody. My all the likes, follows, dislikes, whatever you got to do, do it. Um, thank you. Thank you again. Peace out. Mental illness is out.